0: Welcome to the Muscles and Macro podcast, tuning in with Aurora and Jenna, call us A&J for short, and let us begin our first episode with you. My name is Aurora. I am a 25-year-old working professional. I graduated from college in 2020, and I'm a current business owner of Gold Food in Cranston. And let me swing the mic over to Jenna. Hi,
1: and I am Jenna. I am a certified personal trainer and macronutrition coach, and I'm the director of food services at Goal Food. Heck yes, you are. Mm -hmm.
0: Did you have a great day today? I had an awesome day today. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. And to get even more awesome, we're recording our first podcast episode, and we want to get started with sharing with you our vision, which is?
1: Yeah. So our vision is to educate, inform, and engage with our community in order to elevate overall health and wellness. So we'll be covering
0: all things
1: fitness, food, wellness, mindset.
0: And how to have fun in between the midst of all those really, really important things. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. And we already have a lot of special guests lined up for
0: future episodes. That's right. So thanks for listening. Heck yes. And let's take a look into what our fitness journeys has looked like over the past few years and where that has led us to now. Yeah. How did we get here? We we are here. Time is fleeting. And I like to believe that we need to take a hold of whatever we can. And that's going to widen and expand every time we kind of look into those things. But take it a few steps back. Um, I played soccer my whole life. I enjoyed the sport so very much that I played all season. And when I was a sophomore in high school, I was playing indoor soccer, I tore my meniscus. And that was not a fun injury. And it led me to a very, very long recovery. And almost 10 years later, because that happened in 2014, I am grateful for everything that I learned from healing in that because it was A treacherous time because I wasn't able to play my sport. My metabolism fell off because I ate the exact same way that I did when I played soccer. Mm -hmm. However, no movement was involved. And that led to some unwanted weight gain and trouble in navigating the process and getting back to the stage that I was in when the injury occurred. And so then I had two more years of high school. My soccer career kind of fell off. But I didn't let that stop me from wanting to achieve my goals. So I went off to college in uh, Saint Petersburg, Florida. I ended up playing rugby there, and also riding my bike everywhere, which mm. helped me to have a fun outlet for movement that wasn't one that I felt a lot of pressure from. And because we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves from trying to make progress, especially like in the gym, and we can touch back on that topic, but. I became an avid bike rider, I became a rugby player and then in my last two years of college I was the on-campus cycling instructor and I taught four one-hour cycling classes a week for two years and that was also a really fun outlet for me because I was able to share with other people how to help them move their body but in all reality it was them that was a mirror for me to also Mm -hmm. push me to get to a different level as well so those things helped me be able to get to where I am now. And then I graduated college class of 2020. I came home to Rhode Island and gyms were not open. So I had some major anxiety in uh, relinquishing past struggles of weight gain and falling out of a good routine. Mm. And so I was aware of that. And it took me until December of 2021. And I started gym. Uh, a friend, Joey JTAB, who has a gym in Rhode Island, he was also a graduate of my college and I was able to train with him for a while. He taught me a lot. And then I started with another personal trainer and stuck with it twice a week for a whole year. And then the, bringing us to 2023, I've been training for bodybuilding competition this whole year. And I've been able to learn so, so much from that too. And I can't wait to share it with you all even more detailed on what that process is like so that's kind of like a brief overview of what my fitness journey has looked like over the past 10 years taking it back and i can't wait to see where we go from here yeah that's a great story thank you um so i
1: was not um a kid who played sports mm-hmm. i actually failed gym multiple times Wow. If you can imagine mm-hmm. how one could fail, Jim, um, I did
0: it. <laughs> love to hear that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, I avoided it, physical activity at all costs. And I think it kind of was a cycle of like, if you're like the last to be picked, then you are like, oh no, I stink. I'm terrible. And then it just kind of cycles. And then, you know, you kind of, embody that even more Mm -hmm. and then before you know it you kind of label yourself as i'm a non-sporty person i'm a non-athletic person that's just not you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so um then i don't know i i was always kind of interested in lifting Mm -hmm. and even though and i was of that generation where like step aerobics videos and things like that i would do that in my room um so that was kind of like is if I was alone in private, I was you know into working out, but mm-hmm. that was about it. Then um, when I had, I got pregnant with my son, and I was still pretty active. Actually, I was still going to the gym. I was going to like an all woman's gym um back in massachusetts where i lived i don't think it's even open anymore that was like the women's only gyms was like a big trend for a while and then they kind of fizzled out but once i had him i was just so afraid that you know society puts so much pressure on us to look a certain way to be a certain way especially after you have a child and um I definitely succumbed to that pressure and I did some things that were not so healthy, Mm -hmm. Um, like rushing back into the gym. uh, I, I didn't know anything about, you know, diastasis so that I could separate my abs or that I could, you know, cause more damage to my body. And I just kind of went overboard. I ended up after a month postpartum, I was probably the leanest I'd ever been in my life. Wow. And that was definitely not the most, I was being extremely restrictive,
0: you know. I was going to ask if that was hard mentally, because even though physically you were receiving results that were preferred, but maybe not so much mentally.
1: Right. Yeah. And also it's like my son was a very colicky baby. He had a lot of medical issues and he was always crying during the day. So I would never put him down and I would literally do walking lunges, holding him back and forth, back and forth in the living room. I look back at this and I'm like, this is so unhealthy. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of part of what led me to where I am now, because I want to help people not go through things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, fast forward, I ended up going through a divorce. I had prior to that, I had ended up gaining a lot of weight. Mm Um, so yeah, I didn't have the, the baby weight issue cause I lost it right away, but then <laughs> I regained it all. And then some, um, and when it was, when I reached my pregnancy weight, when I was not pregnant, <laughs> that was when I, a light bulb went off and I'm like, Whoa, this is getting very much out of hand. And, um, I decided enough was enough and through nutrition alone, without any working out at all, I gained, I lost 35 pounds. And then, oh, and by the way, I did do that very healthfully. Mm-hmm. I didn't, um, it was completely different from when I had tried to lose weight the first time. And then I started working out. Um, I was doing group classes. I was doing like um, cardio dance and I was doing strength classes, which isn't really weight training, mm-hmm. but, you know, things like that. Then when, years later, I moved to Rhode Island, found my boxing gym on the ropes, and I just took a free class because I was looking for looking for a gym to take classes and be, because I wanted that community. I wanted to meet people, mm-hmm. especially living in a new state where I didn't know anybody. And as soon as I took a class there, I felt completely welcomed. Everybody was so supportive and friendly, and it was just non-intimidating. Um, so I stayed and I got into boxing. Uh, Jamie Clampett Hayes is one of the owners of the gym, and over the pandemic, I worked with her one-on-one for nutrition coaching, and she taught me. She taught me macros basically. The that was the start of my education before I, you know, went on to get, you know, certifications or whatever. But um, working with her, I really got into the best shape I had been in, in a very, very long time. And that's when I decided I really wanted to make a
0: career out of this. That is awesome. And it's so cool about personal training and nutrition, both of those things combined. It gives somebody so much more in results, but really just in learning and in how to change, how to change their lifestyle there's just not a price that you can put on that Mm. teaching somebody how to better their life in ways that they actually uptake those things and implement them themselves and learn how to grow even more. That's why, you know, of course there's a price for everything, everything for sale in life, but there's so much intrinsic value to be taken from things like personal training and working out and being in touch with what you put into your body and how, how that translates into things like training or, or if you're not training too. Right yeah
1: definitely so maybe we'll get into the title of today's episode which is i'm not a water drinker um this is something that i hear from clients and it's not just about you know i'm not a water drinker it's also i'm not a morning person or
0: i don't know how to meal prep or do you have any other examples i don't have time Mm -hmm. i can't change my schedule i don't have time for I don't have time to go to the gym, but I, I want to go. That is a good place to start. If if it is something that you want to go to the gym, because we all know if there's a will, there is a way and we can accomplish it because anything is possible. And if we choose to believe that way, then we can make those things possible. And I think that can also lead us to the question of how bad do you want something? Do you really want it? Or are we saying we want it? We don't want to put the work in yet because. If we realize that then there's an action we can take from there to figure out when we'd be ready to take action and what looks best for that scenario. And if there is action that can be changed right now, then we can look at your schedule or see where there's time to fit that in without trying to change anything yet. Mm. If we're looking to create a lot of change, then we'd have to have a, a bit more detailed look in and, change around that schedule. But for this, what we're nailing down with I'm not a water drinker is self-fulfilling prophecies. And if we say that we don't have time, of course, we're never going to have time. But if we say that we can make change, then we can start to have a direction that moves forward. And I like to tell this to everybody, which is change is our only constant. So there's some things about that that we don't like. And that we have to deal with, but a lot of change can be made good and we can take a lot of good things from change. And I really find that to be one of the most captivating and encouraging things mm-hmm. because change is is apparent and everywhere. And if we can be part of that change, whether it's for certain physical goals, mental eating and dietary needs, we can make that happen. Yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone has the power to do so. Right. And the opposite
1: of that is like saying things like I'm not a water drinker or I'm not a morning person. When you say that you are setting up a roadblock right in front of you and that's going to prevent you from, from making those changes because just simply saying that out loud about yourself, that's a, that's a belief in the belief system that kind of keeps you trapped and makes you, keeps you stuck. So instead of saying, you know, I'm not a water drinker, you could, you could change that at any
0: moment just by drinking some water. (laughs) Absolutely. And it can be changed. You have to want it bad enough and you have to know what you want and what you want to change. And let me know if you agree with this, but I think that humans in general, when we are Like the laws of gravity, if something's in motion, it stays in motion, unless put up by another force. I think you can also virtually understand that in a mental format where if somebody is in a depression state, their mind likes to maybe stay in a depressive state because they're familiar with that state. And so even though they know that they uh, they might not be experiencing exactly the feelings they want to, if we can identify what kind of mental state you're in, we can kind of push you along into an area where there can be positive change made for that mindset.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I talk to my clients a lot about inertia, you know, an object at rest tends to stay at rest, object in motion tends to stay in motion. And the same holds true for everything that we do. When you are used to not moving, if you're used to just being sedentary, you feel so just weighed down and unable to make that step out of that. But the thing is, once you do get moving, then you build that momentum to keep on moving. So, and the same goes through true for every, every aspect of,
0: you know, of life really. Mm-hmm. And, um, I had a thought and it left me, but, um, It'll come back. It, it should come back for sure. Oh, I was going to say, it is impossible. I said everything is possible. What's impossible is to know everything ahead of time before you do something. Where I like, always like to think about when we're in school, we'd always study and then we get a test for it, right? Mm-hmm. I find that in life it can be the opposite a lot of times where you're tested on something first and then you might not get to fully understand that until after something has already happened Mm -hmm. or in a process of doing something over and over again so if something like working out or changing your diet is holding you back because it's something you don't know about you're completely valid in that but you can't let that block you from changing your actions because of course we learn as we go but we, don't, we are not gonna automatically know everything before we start. Right. So I think it's important to know that whatever it is that you want to do or change or try out, don't hesitate, learn as much as you do, can be present, but don't let perfect be the enemy of good because starting off in a good place or wherever you're starting mm-hmm. off is where you need to be at that moment yeah. to get to where you wanna be.
1: If I may make an analogy about messy action, mm-hmm we are taking messy action on this podcast right now we have no microphone we have no fancy camera we have no studio we have no backdrop no no hair and makeup team no we've got nothing but you know what we wanted to do this and we're doing it and we're just taking messy action and you know what we're going to improve as time goes on and that's the way people need to approach their fitness journey it's just taking one step it might be just going for one walk or having, you know, adding a vegetable to their dinner. It could be as simple as making sure that they're having some protein in the morning, whatever that first step is, is just taking that step and not getting all caught up or overwhelmed by all the things that, because there's a lot of pressure. I mean, if you're on Instagram and you're, you're following coaches like myself, you're being like flooded with all these rules of like, walk 10,000 steps, get morning sunlight, drink a gallon of water, make sure you're eating enough protein, make sure you're getting your micronutrients, make sure you're getting enough sleep, make sure you're training with intensity. Don't, (laughs) But make sure you're not training too hard. Make sure you're also getting your rest. And that's overwhelming for people. You know, for somebody that is just starting out, that is absolutely just forget about it. They just want to,
0: Put it down and walk the other way and the list goes on that's for sure yeah um on top of this being our messy messy actions for today this podcast which i'm so happy we're doing mm-hmm. it is something that is an example of doing something before we got everything set and perfect and mm-hmm. i will always claim that i know nothing because the more that i learn the more that i know It continues that the more that I have to learn about so, so many things, so many things to be aware of, but it was only a short 600 days ago when, roughly when I started my, my strict kind of personal training schedule. And I have learned so much in this 600 days and 600 days isn't even two full years. And we always, as humans, we're always going to say, well, what if this doesn't work out? What if we look stupid? What if we, what if, what if it doesn't go the way we want it to go? But did you ever ask yourself, what if it's going to go really well? What if it's going to work out good? What if you're going to learn so much? And what, even if it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. you, you try, you did it. And there's always something to be learned from that. So don't hold yourself back by expectations or not falling exactly where you thought you were going to fall, or where you want to fall. You have to just go, you have to do it. If you hesitate, you wait. That's something I learned a long time ago. Can, that's something I learned about driving. And mm-hmm. I think you can also uh, apply that to life too, because if you hesitate, it might be two years, might be three, four years and wish you would have done that three years ago. Exactly. But if you hold on to it tight, it can happen i find that time is something that i not freak out about but i'm always like oh my god it's the next day already it's the next day and i wanted to do this and do that but when you want something when you want to make something happen you will finally take life by the chokehold, and you will squeeze out of it what you want Mm -hmm. but you have to have you don't have to know exactly where you're going or where you're going to end up but you have to have at least the the direction or some goal in mind. And who knows, you might even find other goals and other things along your journey too that you wouldn't have even known about had you not taken up whatever it is that you did take up and are glad to. Yes, absolutely.
1: And I think that just goes into, you know, when you talking about wanting something, it just makes me think of, you know, I hear this all the time of like, what's your, why figure out what your why is. And that can, even that alone can be really hard for people sometimes because sometimes it's a really, when you, they feel like it's a superficial answer. It's like, well, I wanna, you know, look good in a bathing suit. Okay, but why? And then keep asking yourself over and over again until you can get to a deeper reason. Um, And that can help you with your whole, with the whole process because really understanding the deep reason why you're doing something gives you something to when things get hard that you can look at and say okay but this is why i'm doing this and this is why i'm going to continue because you're in prep
0: Mm -hmm. that can't be fun (laughs) sometimes it it is um (laughs) exhausting and rewarding and very disciplinary and i have never been more in touch with myself and my body Mm. and i always thought of myself as somebody who is very in touch with that and diving even deeper into a detailed sense of something like prep where it's very detailed and you got to do it perfect if you want to do it well because if you're not might as well not not that you might as well not do it at all but it's one of those things that's separate from just a natural health and fitness it's an extreme sport it's an extreme sport exactly Mm -hmm. um and i have learned that discipline is definitely one of our best forms of self-love because it provides us with the notion of delayed gratification, Mm -hmm. which goes for a lot of things. But I think in life, especially today with technology, because everything's at our fingertips that we expect things to happen overnight because we get shipping overnight. We get talking to people who are far away. We talk to them right, right away. So we're Mm -hmm. used to that instant gratification. Whereas something like bodybuilding or just muscles and macros and nutrition itself, is very not overnight. You have to try something over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. to get a result. And you might feel silly in the process because you're like, I'm doing this. I believe I'm doing it right, but I'm not seeing the fruits of my labor just yet. But you have to have faith and you have to trust. You have to have faith, and trust in something, whether it's, you know, having your gym session every day, your gallon of water, have faith in those simple things because that's gonna help carry you to what you're doing. And then eventually you see like a little glimmer of your goal and what you're working on shining through. And you have to take that, hold it as tight as possible because for a long period of time, you're not gonna see that glimmer, but you have to believe that in yourself and that in the actions that you're doing and committing to that you have to get to a place where you will see your goals achieved.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I I feel like we, in general, people have such a skewed view of how long this takes, you know, especially if you've spent 30 years not taking care of yourself. And then you're hoping in, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, you're gonna turn everything around and it just doesn't
0: work that way. Health is something very, very long-term and it's kind of like um, climate versus weather. Weather is what we experience on a day-to-day, minute-to-minute basis. It's raining, it's sunny, it's cloudy, what we see every day. If you look at everyday weather, that's not enough to tell us about what that means for the climate and the history of what our weather has shown. I use this example because we're going to eat every day, we're going to feel certain ways every day. That doesn't really determine our goals on a yearly basis because Say you went overboard with one meal, that's not the end of the world. You're going to have a million, say more Mm -hmm. meals this year that you don't necessarily have to fail at or go overboard on. So we need to magnify all of our actions, but at the same time, look at the overall view of what our actions are. And you're probably going to be surprised that most of them are positive. And if they're not, well, those are areas that we can look at of improvement. And I think that we can always improve as humans, but something like healthy nutrition, that's going to be something we need to view for a climate period of time, not just a weather every day basis. And even what we feel like on a daily basis, not that our feelings aren't valid and we shouldn't feel our emotions. We should, and we should be in touch with those. However, are you feeling tired and not like you want to go to the gym because of X, Y, and Z reasons? Or are you feeling that way because you're overtraining and you're underfed? Mm -hmm. Because if you're overtraining and underfed, then we need to take some rest, take a step back and get back into it and get back into it the next day or as soon as possible. Whereas if it's these other reasons, we have to be able to be in touch with our emotions and self and say, well, do I not want to go because I don't feel like it right now? That's valid that you don't feel like it, but those are going to be the most important times to break through that barrier because... You can feel a certain way, but feeling a certain way might not always be in line with what you need to do in order to get you to that next barrier. Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, our episode is coming to an end. Do you want to let people know where they can reach us, where they can
0: find you on socials? Yeah, absolutely. You can find Aurora on social media, on Instagram, at my fitness page, Aurora energy exchange the letter X change and you can check out my personal page Groovy Rory to reach out there as well and I'm always happy and here for anyone to help in any way possible and I am always an advocate for motivation and change and how we can use those tools to make our lives better. Yes.
1: And you can find me at get fit with Jenna J on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in